What's up? I'm Cuz I'm Black, and this is the Attack on Anime Podcast. Alright, so I'm Cuz I'm Black. I got a YouTube channel. I do gaming videos and all that. And with me, we have my uh, other three co-hosts. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, I guess I can just go by my YouTube channel name, uh, Heavenly Controller HC or whatever. And me, I just do everything. I do whatever the fuck I want, really. Just <laughs> um, anime is the stuff that seems to get the most views, though. But I also do like gaming, and then just review whatever TV shows I watch and stuff. So yeah. I guess I'll go next. This uh, be that TV. Uh, I'm a writer on martinwarnico.com, and I also am a anime YouTuber. Yeah, that's pretty much. My it. name is Tony Watley the second, and I'm also an anime reviewer. Well, I mean. I review anime and movies on my channel, The Black Critic Guy. I just review Torque videos. But uh, <laughs> let's get into it. Um, so in recent anime news, Funimation will be getting us uh, dubbed anime a whole lot quicker than from originally what they were doing. How do you guys feel about this? I think it's cool. I mean, as a person that prefers dubs over uh, subs for the most part, well, actually, just in general, but... Uh, yeah, I think it's really cool. It just it, uh, gives people that uh, want to watch anime uh, dubbed uh, their anime quicker, pretty much. And uh, it, this is a good start for it, and I think that eventually it'll be able to get more and more titles and just bring dubbed anime to the States and other Western-speaking countries um, faster. Well, uh, as, a, as a elitist, I think that this is bullshit, okay? <laughs> Everyone should just watch the Japanese sub, okay? <laughs> Stop being fanzies about it. Now I'm just kidding. Um, I, for one, like this idea as well. Funimation, to me, is like the Pixar of animation dubs. They do really, really solid dubs. And yeah. the fact that they're trying to improve their their dubbing to um, release videos more in a faster rate, that's just going to be like, yes, they're, you know, it's, again, they're, they're setting the trend for what is, like, going to be the future for anime dubbing, you know? Next thing you know, Viz Media is going to do it, and AD... Oh, who, who's out there still? I know Viz is still alive. Who else is there? Uh, it was uh, Sentai, I think, still does some some doves, I think. Sentai. You know, they're all going to have to, you know, compete with Funimation about doing these doves, and I can't wait. I'm, I'm excited. And I just want to see what type of doves they're going to do, and yeah. But, I, I mean, I prefer either one, Japanese or English. It's all good to me. Yeah, for me, for me, um, like uh, I'm kind of a mixed bag. Like, for it's really like depends on whatever I see first. Because there's some anime where if I see the English dub first, then I'll be like, oh, well, I, I'd rather watch it in English dub. And then also on the flip side, if I see something in Japanese first, and then also a lot of times I like to watch stuff in Japanese first, just because for the very reason that I'm not sure if the whole season is gonna get dubbed or whatnot. So I definitely think that if more stuff gets dubbed to a better degree, that would probably um, increase my um you know, frequency and watching stuff in English dub just because I know, oh, they'll dub the entire series because, um, for example, um, which, <laughs> uh, contrary to uh, the criticism I received, I started watching Sword Art Online and I started watching in Japanese even though the first season is also um, dubbed just because I don't know how long it'll take. I don't want to wait to get the rest of it dubbed because I'm not going to just hop between different languages. Um, and in terms of Funimation just dubbing more frequently, I kind of look at that in like a third-person perspective in the sense that it's kind of like, 
how I make my YouTube videos, but like I'm not gonna sit there and watch all my own videos. It's like I'm just putting it out there for other people to watch, and that's kind of the way I see the Funimation thing. Is like, uh, um, because people like, for example, Modern Warning, he only likes to watch stuff in English, and um, and I think that's kind of for like the broader audience of people who aren't necessarily really hardcore anime fans. Because for me, it doesn't really matter about what the language it's in. I don't mind reading the subtitles, the bottom and stuff. But um, for some people, it's just easier to watch in English, especially if they're not hardcore anime fans. So that way, anime that wouldn't necessarily get to an audience because it's only in Japanese, if they can dub it in English, then all those other people will be able to watch it. And then if the anime grows and gets more people to like it, like Naruto, for example, then it'll grow, get more episodes, and we'll be able to see more of the anime that we like. So yeah, I'm definitely behind that. Um, even if I'm not going to be the one watching it, it'll at least help expand those anime in terms of increasing their fan base. So yeah. Um, I like it from a business point of uh, business point stand view because now um, Funimation they can drop more dubbed uh, episodes and get more people hooked in because like a lot of people don't like to read, I mean don't like yeah. to read shows especially action shows because they can't well, keep up with America. action <laughs> or anywhere really mainly America I, I believe but um yeah I, I would say that from a good business uh, point of view is really good. Um, Next on our list, we have uh, Attack on Titans. They're having a crossover with um, Marvel. Any thoughts on that? Not really. I mean, I think it's kind of stupid, to be honest. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Let's, we're going to have ourselves a little discussion here. <laughs> I don't think it's stupid. Because it's like, I mean, I'm not going to read it. or It's... Uh, like it's it's just weird. It's like I don't I've never been like a. I mean it's one of those things where it's fun to think of to like look at, but it's not anything I'm gonna take seriously. It's like even when they do those when other manga or anime do their little collab thing, it's one of those things to where and it, even that's kind of a bit more of extreme thing because um, at least like if it was a say like it's different from like a Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and One Piece collaboration. These are so stark. Like these are different like realms of like universes. This is just it's just weird. Like, um, especially, it's one thing if it was an established series, but, like, Attack on Titan is one of those things to where it just, like, starting to really, like, get ground, and, um, uh, you know, and I see it in this realistic perspective, and I don't want to tarnish that, but I all of a sudden see Spider-Man fucking swinging around after seeing, like, oh, man, look, Aaron's mom just got eaten by Titan, and then, oh, hey, look, me, it's Spidey, it's like, oh, my God, I don't want to, I don't oh, even want to associate <laughs> that together. <laughs> I, I get what you mean, but I, I, I don't, uh, except for, like, the realistic perspective part. If you, if you mean by realistic, I don't get that one. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, I'm not I'm not a manga guy anyway, so this is not something that I'm not gonna. Do. I don't think it's stupid though. Like I, if other people want to think they think it's cool, yeah, they can watch it or whatever. They can read it. But uh, this is not something that interests me, uh, and I'll just leave it at that. I feel like it's pretty cool, really, to see like American comics in Japan do a crossover like. I mean, it really hasn't happened before, but I think it'd be like that part. Cool like, I think that part's cool. Yeah, I mean, the concept of that is cool. But when I said like realistic, not necessarily realistic, like oh, we're gonna see Titans outside our windows, but more like just that Titan Titans Titan established a really grounded and like uh, tone, like it takes itself seriously, like its own. And, um, yeah, I mean, and it's funny. It's like, well, see, Spider Man. He's. I also feel like though that is a pretty grounded and serious in the realms of Spider Man, but just. Putting them together, it almost as though there's like it's a, a satirical viewpoint of both of them. Just by like it's just it's weird because you could never imagine Spider-Man existing in that world. Um, if it was maybe Spider-Man appearing in I don't know, but I feel as though like it's one thing to have superheroes uh, collaborate in a comic where you can like for example, this is just an example. Um, and this is by the same creators. Uh, there was a collaboration of Rave Master and Fairy Tale. If you guys know what those are. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, or even um, there was one. Uh, it was a collaboration of One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, and Naruto. I remember it was like an episode. It was like an anime episode where they were all racing to the top of a mountain or something like that. And I mean, you can kind of sort of stretch your imagination to think, well, maybe they do all exist in this universe. They just live on different continents or something. But there's like just the whole universe, the time period that Attack on Titan exists in Spider-Man. I mean, it's cool to see them collaborate and with each other and everything. But it's one of those things you would never really take seriously. I mean, I don't know. That's just me though. But I like the idea of English people and you know Japanese people collaborating in one thing though yeah I think it would be just for the uh, just for the uh, fans and um, one thing that kind of did just cross my mind is how would they really communicate if they're like different languages I would imagine <laughs> there'd be a language barrier but um, well, I think it would be cool, cool for the fans Spider-Man is Japanese man he speaks Japanese language barriers <laughs> only exist in manga like, it's like it, I was laughing in fact um, I was watching this one anime uh, iShield 21 it's a football anime um, but it takes place in Japan, and I was thinking, like, okay, well, when they're going into America, the Americans are going to speak English. No, that was not the case. They went into America, and everyone in America spoke Japanese. I'm like, what the hell? They didn't even address the fact that they spoke different languages. So that's not an issue at all. But well, I mean, yeah. you got you got to take it into you got to take it into perspective of the culture. You know, I mean, how many animes have we seen where all the Japanese kids speak proper English? When they're learning Japanese at school. Yeah, when they're learning at school. When they're learning English at school too, you're just like, uh, like there was this one anime. There was this one anime. I loved how they did it. Um, instead of making the characters speak English, they just made them say "pera pera 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 That way, in <laughs> English, they speak. You know, that way, you're speaking a different language in a sense, but you're not speaking. You know what I mean. Yeah, I understand. So, like, when they dubbed it over, it still sounds like a different language to give them that, like, idea or to make you feel like they're actually learning something. Exactly. But, um, all right, uh, our next topic for the news is Attack on Titan again. Attack on Titans, they are seeing a movie, and um, part of it is uh, on an island close to Nagasaki, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, now that I saw the the picture of the island that, um, that they were using, uh, it looks it looks really good actually. Like it looks okay. good, like it can be a really good fit, and uh, okay. yeah, they, it'll work. It'll work from what I see. I just hope everyone doesn't get cancer and die. But you know, um. <laughs> I was talking about like they were filming in a they were filming the act like a live action movie in like a nuclear area or something. Is that what you're saying? Uh, not a it's not a nuclear area. It's like a, a prefecture, uh, like a little island that they just have. And uh, I think Black and you, uh, yeah, I think he linked it. I guess I'll relink it. But yeah, it actually looks really good. Um, yeah, it's just like an abandoned island, and it has like really tall buildings, and um, like no one's there because I guess the events that happened uh, after Nagasaki, which was, um, you know, America signed some uh, freedom upon Japan, but you know. Um, yeah, so the island is like abandoned, and it's like it's this huge industry. And if you see the pictures of it, it looks like a pretty good uh, place for them to shoot a Titans. Like it kind of actually looks like the world. Um, I would imagine that they would add some CGI to give it more of the effects that the world of Attack on Titans would have, or um, do some prop or, or my bad, um, some scene setting up. But um, what do you guys think of it? Like just the idea of them shooting the um anime, so, the movie, so close to uh, somewhere, to Nagasaki. 
Well, for me, in terms of just the movie in general, I'm always behind when like Japanese people do live action stuff because I can give them props on one thing. When Japanese people do live action movies, like they do it right. They're not doing none of that Dragon Ball Evolution Avatar bullshit. Like they know what they're doing. Look, we do not talk about that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, talk about uh, the two things we never should bring up in conversation. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the one uh, I feel as though backdrop for doing live action movies by Japanese people is that everyone's Asian and like they kind of mess themselves up. They put themselves yeah. in. Thing. When they draw their characters, they all look like Caucasian people. So now it's like, you know, when you imagine, I mean, I feel as though maybe Attack on Titan, they can kind of stretch it. But um, like uh, Annie, for example, blonde hair. There are no Japanese people with blonde hair. So they're going to have to dye someone's hair blonde and it's going to look weird. But um, like that. Um, live action, like, they, I think they actually, the last anime movie live action creation that I watched, it was um, a based off an anime called Gantz. And um, that was like, like perfect, accurate. Um, crossover, even though the Gantz anime was actually kind of shitty, but um, it was at least an accurate um, transfer of the um, the source material. So you know they're not they don't change at all. Like it's it's literally you could watch the movie and then go to the anime and then you know what they're talking about. Like it's copy and paste the same factual stuff and just even like they get the costumes right and everything because you know people in Japan are nerds. Like they they're all into that stuff. People who like like the actual Hollywood people that make live action stuff. Here in America, aren't even people who even watch this stuff. I mean, once again, I know it's taboo to reference this, but I was so pissed in that Avatar movie. They didn't even pronounce the names right. Like they didn't even watch. Oh, uh, uh, what was it? Hero, Hero. Yeah, and they didn't even pronounce um, the, name, the main character's name right. It was yeah, Ong um, and Sia. They didn't even get their races right. Like you figure in the actual series, the Firebenders were like the Caucasian-looking people. They were like Hawaiian-looking or something. And the Waterbenders were supposed to be like you know the kind. Like uh, Eskimo type yeah, people, right, they're yeah. like they're like Caucasian white. looking or Mexican they're or something. Yeah, like, it's just oh my god, it was just an eyesore. I couldn't I couldn't take it. It's just anyways, let's not even talk about that anymore. <laughs> but um, you did. I think the Attack on the Titans movie idea um, is kind of cool for the location. Yeah. But um, segueing onto our uh, next main topic, which is Naruto, which will like lead into our bigger topic, but um, Naruto manga finally ended, kinda, because there's gonna be a part three, but right now, like, the Naruto Shippuden manga ended, so what do you guys think about that? If you care, you don't care, you like it? Well, I'm gonna bow out of this for a little bit because I haven't seen it, so I'll just leave that to everybody that's seen it. Well, um, well, for starters, I was already, like, I, like, and I'm sure many people were, I was pissed the second they announced oh, there's going to be um, only five chapters left, and really, like, nothing had even happened. Like, they seemed like they were kind of rushing it. I, I do have to say that I am kind of, like, I'm not necessarily disappointed with the ending. Like, it did feel pretty, it felt pretty poetic. Like, it's kind of the way you expected it. And, like, yes, it would obviously end with a battle between Arto and Sasuke, and yes, it would end um, with a, in a draw, and just stuff that you would expect to see happen in, at the end. Just, like, it all happened. You almost feel like a fool for not predicting it, but... Um, and because there's a part three, once again, because if this was just it, like if the manga just ended right here and we saw nothing after this and then there was no movie, then maybe I probably might have been a little disappointed because I'm like, wow, there's still so many questions that need to be answered, like what's underneath Kakashi's mask and who's Naruto going to get with if you care about that kind of stuff. And just, but um, and once again, I'm still sure they're not going to answer all the questions because I have to say, like, Kishimoto, he does pull stuff out of his ass sometimes. So there's still some things that um, we're never going to know the answers to, but... Um, uh, and also it helped that the last manga chapter was longer than normal and everything, and that they did do one little time skip just for a few pages just to see Naruto become Hokage, because that's like, 
that wouldn't even feel right if we saw the end of the manga and Naruto didn't achieve his goal. That just wouldn't make any sense. But um, but yeah, despite it just kind of cutting short, I do say I like I do wish maybe the battle between Naruto and Sasuke lasted longer, considering the battle with Kaguya. And yeah, she was such a two-dimensional character. Like she was a disappointing villain. Um, but they dragged that on for a few chapters, and then the Sasuke and Naruto battle wasn't even a battle. It was like a half of a chapter. Like it was, it was like a, a clash, and their hands get blown it was off. An epic high five. <laughs> yeah, really though, it was like friendship, and then a big ball of friendship and everything, and just yeah, and then the rest of the chapter was just them um, Sasuke all of a sudden. Like, oh, I've been jealous of you this whole time, and just like, and I, this, like, I've complained about this before, but I'm just like, it took your hand to get blown off for you to suddenly say, oh, I'm a good guy now, all right, let's hold hands and sail off into the sunset. Like, I'm like, that would have been great, like, oh. three years ago. All of a sudden, come to your senses. Like, I mean, I, I mean I you, to, to be fair, though, he was a teenager, you know, he was in that rebellious age. <laughs> <laughs> just like fuck everybody. I'm going to just hang out with Orochimaru and everything and fuck the world kind of thing. He was in his emo phase, you know. It's all over now. We're adults. So. <laughs> I was about yeah, to say, man, you were just dropping spoiler after spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel as though well, maybe we can just put a spoiler thing in the beginning. But I feel as though if you're gonna talk about the Naruto manga. I mean, if you're not gonna spoil it, you can't really have a compelling conversation about it. But uh, <laughs> true, true. Uh, but. Got the point. Like, and then I feel as though, like, it seems like nowadays, if you haven't read the manga or haven't caught up to it, it's like, especially with this all of the Naruto the last movie stuff, if you've been looking at that stuff, you've basically spoiled everything for the manga anyways. Like, all these spoilers have just been in everyone's face. It's almost like an obligation to know what happens. Like, even when, I almost feel as though when they, even the people who make the anime, it's almost as though they don't even expect you to um, not know. Like, they spoil, like, if you pay attention to the openings of each season when they change the opening, they spoil everything that's going to happen in the next 20 episodes in the opening. Like, they show you all of the stuff. Like, they spoil stuff. They show it in the opening, um, and this isn't spoiling anything because it's in the opening, and I've already spoiled all the manga and shit. But um, Madara, he has this, like, he's running around, he's fighting, and he's got the Hashirama thing on his chest. Like, I remember when I first saw that, I was like, oh, what the hell? Like, that's freaking weird. But they spoiled in the opening, so now you already know what's going to happen. So, um, I think that, I feel as though maybe they just expect Naruto so popular now. Everyone's read the manga, or at least everyone knows what happens in the manga. Because I remember, for me, it wasn't just a choice. Like, I just decided I wanted to read the manga. It was one of those things. And, oh, actually, I remember, too. It was because uh, it was that period when Naruto was just, like, just leagues and leagues of filler. And I was like, man, fuck this. I'm not about to watch all this. Yeah. I want to find out what happens now. Filler. I just started reading the manga. Filler and, and then, Oh, yeah. And then also, it was, <laughs> it was a mixture of that. And then I remember, I remember this, too. It, it pissed me off. Um, the spoiler that I got that I was just like, well, fuck it, I must well read it all now. Is I remember I was um, finishing a, a football practice. I was in the locker room, and then um, I don't know why a bunch of football players were reading Naruto manga, but um, and they're sitting there like, oh, so I found out that uh, Toby is Obito Ishia. I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, wait on the party. I was like, wow, like that just that just that just totally messed me up. Um, and then uh, and also a quick little thing uh, I, I noticed when I heard that I was like. Wow, it was kind of in your face. Toby, if you mix something around the letters, it spells Obito, but anyways. But yeah, I mean, with the, anyways, that was a quick tan a really crazy tangent, but <laughs> um, in terms of the manga ending, um, I would be more disappointed if there wasn't going to be a movie and a part three, which is going to center around the kids of Naruto and just that next generation, so kind of like a Dragon Ball GT type thing, except it's not as crappy, hopefully, so um, yeah, but um. So yeah, that's basically all I got to say about the manga anyways. I don't want to go too in-depth since I've already spoiled enough, but some people haven't read all of it, so I don't need to go in super depth or anything, but yeah. Uh, to close off uh, Naruto, I would say, um, even though it's not ending yet, it's 
hopefully it does end soon, which kind of segues into our next segment, which is um, the effects of like these long-lasting anime on like people and in the industry. And um, like one thing with these long, huge animes, like say if someone never even heard of Naruto or like 10 years down the line from now, someone wants to watch Naruto, it's like, do you really want to sit there and watch all 600, 700 episodes that are to come out? That's oh, the thing. I, I, I don't think so. I thought you were about saying, talking about how, um, like, replacing the big three, because, like, you know how these, like, the, there aren't a lot of animated out, like, that are new, that are, like, hundreds of episodes long, except for, maybe, like, fairy tale or something, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I was just going to say, like, I don't think that's going to be a thing going um, in, like, ten years from now. I honestly think that the, the, there'll be something else that people will be watching. I don't know if people want to go back to watch 600 episodes, six, 700 episodes of um, Naruto, um, even even though it'll, it'll be ended by that point, but still, I don't see people going back. There'll be something else that everybody will be wanting to watch, and they won't waste their time going back and try to watch 700 episodes of some long-running shonen that's already over. If you have the time to watch 700-plus episodes of an anime, you have no life. That is just the truth. Oh, no, what I was going to say was... um. Uh, there are very few shows or just anime or anything to where even me, being like a fan of you know media, TV shows and stuff like that, uh, it was like 600 episodes. Um, I wouldn't want to just binge watch that many. Like that would take forever. I even uh, like, and I was talking to this other guy, and he did the same thing that I did essentially with One Piece. One Piece is so many episodes along now, and um, uh, for me, I literally just skim through stuff. I wasn't going to sit there and watch all the filler. and I, Like, One Piece is one of those things where literally I'd be like, if I started to get bored, I'd just start skipping. I'd start skipping every few five minutes so i get the gist of what's going on, but I'm not completely watching it, because... Um, but yeah, but what I was going to say, though, about just like... Because, you know, I know we were mentioning about how if any anime are going to replace the big three, and if we're going to have more 400, 500 plus episode anime, and I think that's just a trend that because those were like the first... Those were like the first few, like, you know, starting out, and that's why they were able to go on so long, but now that I feel as though anime, I think, especially in America, because of Toonami and things like that, in the past decade has more established itself as a more popular medium, I think that um, we're not going to necessarily get anime like that, because it's, it's it's easier for anime to get ground now, like, you figure Attack on Titan is like 25 episodes in, and Akame got killed, like, episodes that came out within the last few months are already super popular. Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, like, those anime weren't popular, like, right from the get-go, from the first 50 episodes, like, they had to make, they had to, you know, establish uh, some episodes, some volume before people started to notice them, so nowadays I think, though, anime, they can, they can be smaller now, because they're easier to make than make, so, like, you get people who they can make an anime, 50-episode anime, and then they'd be like, okay, that was my story. Now I can start another anime, and they'll see that it's made by the same person, and then they'll start to watch that one too. We're starting to see more anime that are smaller in volume, but um, there are several anime made by the same person. Because you figure, um, like, think about now, no, the authors for Naruto and One Piece, uh, One Bleach and all those, when they're finished, they can start a new project now because that's all they've had to focus on nowadays. So um, we might not see popular, like, just singular anime that are just totally eclipsing everything else, but we might see, um, what we might end up seeing instead is just the same authors of the, like, of the manga. Like, we might see, um, like, popular, like, for example, uh, the creator of Cowboy Bebop. He had Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, and then this most recent anime, Hankyo no Terror. You know, we have people like that who, they make several different anime, and then they're popular by name, not by the anime specifically, so, yeah. Um, anyone else? I was going to say, like, I feel bad for people that have long-running anime series, too, because, like, as much as they have, like, those long-running shows and everyone remembers them for it, 
they're going to be forever synonymous with that. You know, you talk about Naruto and Bleach and uh, One Piece. Those authors, man, even if they make another property, they, they'll either be compared to the property that they've been known for or they just won't hold up to the property that they did. I mean, look at Akira Toriyama. I mean, the guy made Dr. Slum, but no one talks about it. He did Majin <laughs> Z. No one ever talked about it. But the minute he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do more Dragon Ball Z, everyone's like, oh, yeah. No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's like you're known for that, but at the same time, if your if your next other projects don't live up to it, no one's gonna care because they're like, oh, well, this isn't the Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the it's the long-running anime curse, you know. It's <laughs> yeah. price you gotta pay for the fame, baby. <laughs> like, I feel like it's kind of cool at first to have maybe like a 300 long episode anime. Like that's cool, but like. Like you need to do. You need to do. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say because like once you get like past maybe three or four hundred episodes, like I don't feel like like as an author you really are like dedicated to that, and then like your fan base is gonna be like, all right, you did this. But like if you want more people to like watch it, it's just so what's the word like so deterring to see like something you want to watch is six hundred, seven hundred episodes long, and then it's like. I don't want to watch that because I'm not going to sit there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just so long. I guess, like, kind of going off what everybody else was saying about, like, when the shows come to an end, I feel that uh, the, uh, there, there will never really be a any anime or group of anime that will ever be, like, as big as, like, the big three that we have now. And uh, that what will probably happen is the fans of those, of the series that are going on right now will probably just jump on to another shonen. Uh, like fairy tale or something like that. Another one that has a decent, uh, decently long episode count that they can just sit there, sit there and watch for years, and that'll create the new big three. If there's going to be a new big three, um, that or some new, a new show that comes out, and all the fans that leave Naruto or One Piece or Bleach will just kind of hang on to. Um, something, something else that's similar, like something like fairy tale or something else that's not even out yet. Exactly. Yeah. Don't even give me start on fairy tale. I stopped watching that the past couple of weeks. Anime's been sucking. That's the anime, but is it, it was bad? Has it gone bad? Damn. Well, because it went on like a hiatus, and then ever since it came back, I don't know. Just the storytelling just seems rushed, and it just seems kind of decreased. But right now, they're like literally in, like a filler season. Like it's not filler because it's in the manga, but like nothing plot intensive going on. So it's kind of like no reason for watching it. Well, speaking of filler, um, that's. Oh, yeah. That's another topic. With these long-running uh, anime, like thirty percent of them are always filler. So who here likes filler? <laughs> well, you know there have been good filler. I remember um, Naruto had some good filler, um, but that's because there's so many of it. So something has to get out of the two hundred episodes of filler or something like that. Um, or sometimes, like I like when filler, they give you uh, exposition and backstory that you might not have gotten in the manga or that they didn't have time to put in the canon episodes. But when they do do that, it has to be like a couple of episodes. Like, I hate when filler goes on for just episodes and episodes, and they just constantly, or if they interrupt you right in the smack middle of a plot, because Bleach would do that crap. I don't yeah, know. Bleach did that all the fucking Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, remember oh, when we were in Well, guess what? We're back in Soul Society. <laughs> That's the one thing I'll give Naruto credit for with some of their filler. 
a very small percentage of it. It did give you it did give you a lot of a uh, backstory and stuff. But they did what they did what Bleach did too, uh, from what I'm hearing. Like because Naruto, they like uh, especially uh, like the deep sea arc, whatever that's called. That was terrible. Uh, where he was traveling to meet uh, uh, B to to do his training to be a better Jinchuriki, and they had like 20 episodes of filler right uh, right before that arc was supposed to start. Uh, stuff like that. That that almost breaks your experience. Yeah. That moving or that spiky island or whatever you're talking about that. Yeah, yeah. the uh, the island or whatever um filler arc that was, that almost made me drop Naruto, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I for that was like one of those periods where I just stopped watching it for a good deal, and um I think I either one of two things or maybe a mixture of both. I remember I like would watch them in groups or just kind of skip them all together because I was like I don't care. So yeah, like there were episodes where Naruto wasn't even in them, and yeah, I didn't even care about those. Well, yeah. I, only the only time I think filler is ever done right is when it focuses on building some character, like doing character bonding moments and stuff. Or One thing it? I felt like the old Naruto uh, filler episodes missed out is that Naruto wasn't able to bond with like freaking Hinata or like other ninjas. They would still go on this mission. They'll talk a few times, but it's always about the mission. I remember there was this one filler episode where they were trying to find a bug. That can like if you give them the scent of a person, they can find him wherever I'm they right. are. I'm and they right. were gonna find you know, people that he can find Sasuke. And I was like, this could be some great bonding moments with freaking Shino and Hinata, but instead Naruto's out there trying to find a fucking bug and then these guys come out of nowhere and Hinata has to fight them. I'm like, No, no, we want I wanna I want them to bond. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess um, filler is good when it actually does help with the character development, but like 99% of the time filler is bad. But I do understand its importance, especially with ongoing anime when they have to separate time between um, the manga and the actual uh, anime. Because, you know, when you're doing like a TV season or when you're like scheduled with a TV season, you have a certain amount of episodes and sometimes you don't have the uh, manga written out. Or if you do, it will catch up, and then your like manga and your actual animators are out at the same time. And I guess they don't want that for whatever reason. Yeah. Exactly. We got anything else? Um, I'm running out of steam here, <laughs> and I haven't eaten dinner yet. So. <laughs> dinner. Um, you got any thoughts about it? Uh, the uh, this V. Uh, about what in particular? The, uh, fillers. Oh, okay. I was just gonna say, uh, yeah, filler by itself. I think in like in even like shorter series, is like there's things that uh, there's just small episodes of filler that'll add um, some exposition or some character backstory or something. But uh, stuff like that, it's even hard to call it filler sometimes because it's, sometimes it's like it's necessary to um, to be in the plot. Like you have like one episode of like one episode of filler, but it'll actually share something. Um, specifically with you, like if I'm remembering right, there was an episode of Code Geass where some people might consider it filler, but there's actually like a lot of things that actually happen in it. It's just like it's not incredibly plot um, plot uh, specific. It's but a lot of stuff does happen in in the episode that gives you um, some insight into what's going to happen eventually. So, but I think the problem is when you get into filler works. Do you remember what episode that was? Mm, I think it was one of the episodes when they were at the school. When they were, I was. I think it might have been the fair episode, if I'm remembering right. It was either Code Geass or some other show, where, um, 
yeah, I think I think that's the episode that um that people would talk about as filler, but I didn't see it as filler. Wow. But um, I would feel like, like I said earlier, um, filler is mostly bad. But when they actually do, like, get sunlight on like background background stories or character development, then I guess it's all right. But um, you have any thoughts on the effects of like long-lasting anime on the industry? Like, do you believe any more will come out of it? Any more? Like the next Naruto or something. I also just like reiterate what I said earlier, kind of like I think it it'll the the something will just rise up on the coattails of Naruto and the Big Three, and probably I don't think it'll ever be as big, but it'll probably just that or something new will just kind of slide in under that um and kind of kind of take its place. But at the same time, I don't think anything will ever be as popular as those three anime were uh, when they were at their most popular. I don't know, man. They said the same thing about Dragon Ball Z and. One Piece surpassed Dragon Ball Z both in ratings and manga sales. So I think, I give that. or take, sooner or later, something will come along that will probably surpass One Piece. Like, there's always something that will be better or surpass another. No one ever holds the record forever. Well, I don't think that nothing's going to surpass them necessarily, but I don't think anything's going to be as long as those. I think those were, like, Dragon Ball Z was the first kind of entry level into, like, uh, especially bringing like all different types of people from the world in anime, and then those la- those other three were like it was like it was like the um like uh, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z was like the gateway anime, and then the next three was like the next step, and then if you're watching any of those other anime, then you're kind of just like you're into anime now, it's kind of thing. Uh, like your introduction to anime. Yeah. Um, I would agree because like Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, y'all, uh, One Piece all got me into uh, liking anime. Yeah, I guess, right. like, they're a good intro, but as far as, like, in the future, like, say if um, Detective Conan, like, that's still, I think it's still ongoing, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, like, I would, I've seen, like, the first few episodes, but I would never get into the anime because I know it's, like, over 400 episodes by now. <laughs> but um, for my thoughts on it, um, hopefully we don't have any more long-lasting animes because I feel like that's, we just need shorter stories, like better stories, but just shorter and more compressed. Oh, um, uh, yeah, I think the the sh- um, short story count allows for an actual ending and a more cohesive ending. Like, like when you, like, um, cause like of course I haven't read it yet, but what you, from what I hear from you guys, it seems like they just kind of decided to end Naruto abruptly. And I don't think there's really a good way to really wrap up a series that's been going on for. 15 years like yeah. years like so like like, like a decade yeah. so um well, yeah like i don't think it's it's not it can't be easy to wrap up a series like that with shorter episodes like uh 25 50 uh episode counts it's a lot easier to tell a more direct uh story and have a really good ending as well mm-hmm. i mean I, I i would i would agree with that but i've seen it done before where they can do a good ending. I'd say it's possible, long, yeah, like, I just think it's more difficult, yeah. It, it is difficult, but I think if you put in the effort, it could be done. Like, if, for take Naruto, for example, if they, uh, I believe they said the last, you said the last manga had Naruto and Sasuke fighting, right? So what if they had, like, all this build up the fights are all concluding, and then it's just, like, moments of peace. Everything's trying to get back together, and then that's when they turn to Naruto, it's like, Will you become Okage? And then it kind of like zooms into his face, like, hell yeah! And then that's how it ends. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> Believe. Believe that I will. Uh, a good example of this is, um, I think one of the best shonen animes and probably one of the best paced, um, long-running animes was Yu Yu Hakusho. You guys remember that show? 
Yeah. I never really got into it. I need to, though. I want to oh. go ahead and get started on it. Oh. I, think that was, yeah, I know I'm missing out. I really I need to was, get into it. <laughs> that was a decent one. You should probably uh, check that no. one out. But, um, <laughs> you good, Tony? But yeah, I only watched that it before, anime, but I never finished that, it. Uh. That anime is a perfect... Like, it is a perfect-paced action anime. Only 112 episodes long. It's not that bad. And it is just perfectly paced. I think the only problem that I had is that um, the ending to the... Not the ending, but, like, the last few episodes of the anime, I felt like you could say it was rushed, but at the same time, I thought it was handled very well for what they were trying to go for. And, again, when I when I look at other shonen animes, I always say, you know... You could have you could have pulled uh, Yu Yu Hakusho there, you know, ended at the right you know point where the story can conclude, but there's still just a bit more to be dealt with, you know, and that's what that's what I like. And honestly, the guy who created Yu Yu Hakusho is the only guy I know that broke the Shonen long running series curse because he has both Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter x Hunter, both of them oh. long running animes, and they're widely popular, so. Um. All right. Uh, what are your uh, closing statements for this, Anthony? For me, I don't know. What's my closing statements? I feel as though I've already gotten everything I have to say. Basically, <laughs> um, uh, I can say I guess since uh, I just started watching them, um, some anime for people to start watching. I started watching Rage of Bahamut Genesis or Shingeki no Bahamut Genesis, as it's called in Japanese, and then um, uh, and then I started watching Terraformers, which is about cockroaches. Which I was, I'm going to do a video on that in a second, too. But, uh, Terraformers. Yeah, other than that, yeah. <laughs> that. That's all I got. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know what other clothes they were. I didn't really think about it. But, um, yeah, uh, I guess you can check out uh, this podcast at modernwarnegro.com, the way you got the uh, latest in uh, gaming and information news and everything like that. So, yeah, you go ahead and check it out there. Tony? In the words of uh, my role model, my idol, the guy I look up to in the world, uh, Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, um, that I, I just I really enjoy doing this podcast. I can't wait to do the next one and see what topics we're going to talk about. And uh, for all you watching out there, thanks for watching. Be sure to tune in next time our video comes up. And uh, yeah, awesomeness. Oh, all right. All right, well, I don't got nothing to say. And uh, I guess we out.